Good to have you today on the Thursday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. We got a lot going on today. We are, uh, in radio terminology, we're loaded today. And uh, we have got uh, Brad Biggs is going to be joining us a little bit later on today. He works with the Chicago Tribune. We got to find out about the dumpster fire that is the Chicago Bears. Uh, just uh, you talk about the ultimate train wreck at this point. It's almost somebody had said to me yesterday, uh, and I, I saw a couple of people tweet it out. But um, a friend of mine, uh, Chris, who I was talking to about uh, going downtown doing some dinner stuff tonight, he stopped me in the middle of the uh, the conversation, and he says, "Hey." Don't you feel bad for the Bears? I'm like, not really. But that's kind of where we're at, is people are starting to feel bad for the Bears <laughs> because they're just so damn bad. It's amazing. They're just awful. Uh, so anyway, uh, things are continuing to burn out of control down there. Uh, in uh, <laughs> excuse me, In the meantime, uh, coming up today, we got a lot of good stuff today. Uh, that's going to happen. Paul Charchi is going to be here. The Charch! Charchi is going to join us later on today. We're going to talk some fantasy football. Sam Monson, a pro football focus, is going to be here about an hour and a half from right now. We'll talk with him about what's going on. Uh, like I mentioned, Brad Biggs uh, in the last hour of the program. So, so much happening. Plus, plus, we're going to hear from David Bakhtiari momentarily. I want to play you the entire thing. So, we're going to hear that coming up in about an hour. In about an hour, when we get everybody on the network. But I want to play the entire thing for you. So you can hear it, you can feel it, and you can get the sense. Because I thought it was brilliant. Now, yesterday when we were on the air, um, we, uh, we were talking about David Bakhtiari going to the microphone. Would he or would he not speak and such. And I tell you, and I said, this is what I would want to hear. And absolutely, positively, David Bakhtiari nailed it. Nailed it yesterday. He said exactly what I wanted him to hear, or exactly what I wanted to hear from him, I should say. He wanted uh, to, to basically put it out there to say, look, I'm not going to leave my guys hanging out there. I'm not going to leave them hanging out to dry. It's not going to happen. Uh, this is what I'm here for. On and on and on and on and on. All the things that you wanted to hear out of your, you know, your, your highest paid player, uh, your most veteran player, that kind of stuff. So he, he absolutely nailed it. I thought it was great yesterday. So got that. Uh, and so much more. I mean, uh, Matt LaFleur spoke yesterday. Some of the uh, players in the locker room uh, Mike Clemens caught up with, which uh, is always good whenever you get a chance to uh, hear some of those guys. Uh, the Matt LaFleur stuff's coming up here shortly. Uh, also, you're going to get Dontavian Wicks. Uh, Lucas Van S spoke to the media yesterday. Jordan Love obviously did as well. So we got all of that coming up here in just a little bit. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, it's easy. 877 1670 is the phone number. Again, 877-867-1670. I want to make sure today you uh, download the Zone app, okay? Uh, if you got a mobile device right now and it's sitting in front of you, maybe you're listening to us on the radio, what have you, you want to go uh, to the Zone, the Zone Madison, the Zone Madison. It comes up. It's got a little, you know, kind of a radio look to it, but it's also got the Capitol building there, the dome of the Capitol building and the logo. Download it. Today you got an early Brewers game. So you can still listen to us. You can still catch – the stuff that's going on down in Chicago, the uh, the David Bakhtiari stuff, the Matt LaFleur stuff, you can still hear all of that and still get the game on many of the you know the affiliate stations that uh, go to Brewers Baseball. So download the Zone app. If you don't download that and you have like a YouTube account or what have you, uh, go to YouTube, youtube.com slash 
uh, Bill Michaels Show, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, and uh, like us there, subscribe to us there, smash the like button, uh, follow button, whatever it happens to be, whatever that button is. Hit it, crush it, and that way you're automatically uh, right there. Every time we go live, it'll tell you, hey, the show's on the air. You can either hit watch it or just swipe it and you're done. But uh, you can like us over there as well. You can find us on Twitch TV, on Kick TV, those apps as well. You can find us now on LinkedIn, which uh, streams the show live now, as they uh, came to us yesterday and said, uh, yeah, baby, yeah. So we're uh, on there. Uh, also, uh, we are on uh, the uh, Twitter uh, link, if you the X now, if you want to follow us over there, uh, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, Facebook uh, fan page, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. I mean, the, the ways to follow the program now are ridiculous. They're everywhere. And you can also listen to us after the fact on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. So, so many ways to find us. Grant Bill's in the house. And how you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, Bill. Day got off to an early start. I had to get an, an Uber into work this morning uh, because my car's still in the shop until later today. And I sent you a text. My Uber driver this morning, out yes. on Jordan Love. Out. 100% He's out on Jordan him. Love. Yep. Okay. Done. Did he give you a reason why? Yeah, he said uh, the fourth quarter on Sunday against the Falcons it was his worst nightmare. No clutch gene. All of his fears about Jordan Love came true on Sunday. He's out. Out on him. So Jordan Love, by not bringing the team back and running three straight, pretty much three and outs. It was three and out, three and out, four and out, and it was done. Uh, so in that fourth quarter, he pretty much lost that gentleman's uh, ability to have belief. Yep. Is what you're saying. Yep, basically. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so weird. I was okay. just talking Packers with him in the car, and he's like, yep, Sunday was it. And I'm like, oh, two games? I didn't want to argue gotcha. with him. He can think what he wants. Right. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Um, little little, little bit strange. A little oddity to it, but A little okay. Bit, yes. I'll respect the guy, but uh, <laughs> he's – look, I, I've never been high on Jordan Love. Everybody knows that. But I will say that at least uh, he's – performed as good if not better than what my expectations have been so i i'm i'm giving them a little bit longer leash but uh, that guy apparently is not so there you go uh sports talk in an uber there's nothing better uh so what else uh anything did i miss today coming into the program i don't think so i, I think everybody's continuing to talk about the bears stuff today so i'm excited to talk with brad biggs coming up for sure and there's been a lot of players that have been injured. We were talking about this during our, our NFL picks last night on the huddle bill. So I think it'll be nice to catch up with Charch later. Um, yeah. If you're shuffling your roster around or trying to figure out how to replace somebody like Austin Eckler or, or one of these big higher first or second round picks that have been injured, I think that's going to be really useful coming up. So I'm excited for Charch too. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to Charge, and uh, only for the fact that him and I really haven't spoken since. Since I was ousted from the league in week one with a historic low in point scoring. And then I, I want to actually take uh, – I wore a cup today. Uh, you're not, you can't see it underneath the desk. But I did because I'm going to take a kick to the crotch more than a few times when Travis Kelsey and, and uh, T. Higgins and people are scoring. And they were all on my team a, a couple of weeks ago. And not one of them either played or scored. So uh, the historic low that I go out on, at least I set some kind of a, a dismal, abysmal record. But I'll, I'll talk to Charge about that as well coming up here in a little bit but uh I, I i had this labeled and i just saw it again thomas just said it too i had this labeled last night and, and for those that don't know i mean uh jordan uh or excuse me justin fields uh had some things to say about his coaching staff and basically i'm not going to say threw him under the bus but he kind of did but he kind of did he kind of threw him under the bus so 
at first, and, and here's the thing, once you say it, it's out there. Nobody, you know, he said the coaches say we need to play better. I need to play better. I'm not taking that personal. And he said at the end of the day, they're doing their job. They're giving me what uh, they want me to look at. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. Whatever happens in a game, I'm going to take the blame. But prior to all of that, when he was asked, why did you not play well? What are you not seeing? Why were you so statuesque in the pocket against Tampa Bay? He said, basically, in a Cliff Notes version, that, well, you know, part of it is I just played robotic and on and on. And then he says, and it's coaching. And everybody went, what? And it's coaching. They're giving me a lot to look at, and it's their job. And he tried to kind of downplay it a little bit. But in essence, what he was saying, he said, you know, (laughs) that the coaches give him so much. They want him in the pocket. They want him to look at this. They want him to look at that. And that's not who he is. And we talked about this before. It's not a Mensa meeting that they're having in that huddle. So, He's not reading things the way they want him to read things. And the reason being that they want to keep him in the pocket is because they want to preserve him. He wants to play outside of the pocket. He's like, look, I can take hits. I'm fine. I just want to take off and go, and I want to be able to do my thing and play the game the way I want to play it. So there's a battle going on, and he said he blames the coaches. He blamed the coaches for giving him so much to absorb that all he wants to do is just go play football. In other words... Yeah, all this technical stuff that I'm supposed to learn, I don't want to learn that. I just want to go play backyard football and throw the ball to the open man. That's kind of what he said in a, in a Cliff Notes version. But he had to walk it back because the whole world went, Justin Fields just said, quote, I blame the coaches. And <laughs> the world blew up. Then their defensive coordinator, Alan Williams, resigns. He hasn't been in the building for a few days. And... The thought was, or at least his statement was, that he needs to step away to take care of his health and take care of his family. Okay. But then there are these rumors that begin to leak out. And what is and isn't true, we're going to find out later on. But there was some reports that uh, there were uh, authorities. I don't know if it was the FBI, the police. I don't know who it was. uh, Went and raided his home. Uh, The defensive coordinator, Alan Williams' home. There was original reports that they came to Hallis Hall as well, and the spokesperson for the Chicago Bears said, no, that's not true. That never happened. Nobody has ever been here to investigate the defensive coordinator. Um, you know, And they tried to confirm it via other police sources, and police sources say that, no, we didn't send anybody to Hallis Hall, so wherever you're getting that is probably bogus. But something's going on. Don't know what. Even Brad Biggs tweeted it out and said that, that hey, they've been on alert for the last couple of days that the defensive coordinator was gone, but it was not because of health and family issues. So we're going to try to get to the bottom of this today, too. So that's going to be coming up a little bit later on as you start to look over the border to the state just south of us. So a lot happening. In the meantime, Packers back in the practice field today. Good to see Lucas Van Ness back. Good to see Christian Watson on the practice field. Uh, You got a little bit of a workout from Aaron Jones. Uh, No Elton Jenkins, no David Bakhtiari to be found. Uh, except for after practice. David Bakhtiari did speak to the media, quite lengthy, by the way, after practice, and said everything a Packers fan wanted him to say, which was fantastic. So I'm all good with that. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, you want your voice to be heard today, that is it. Also, uh, you don't forget, you've got uh, Cam Akers was traded from the running back 
from the uh, the Rams. He was traded for uh, swapping a draft picks in 2026 with the Minnesota Vikings, trying to bolster their run game, trying to get their offense a little bit better. Everything is just kind of spinning, and it's all spinning around the NFC North. You know, <laughs> that's it. Uh, good morning to everybody on the live stream. Uh, yeah, Dwayne says uh, Fields is not the sharpest tool in the shed. No, I mean we were we were kind of told that in a very kind way uh, that yeah he's he, he did not have a good camp. He did not absorb the offense. He doesn't understand it still. And uh, it's well, I tell you what, the criticism that's being he, there's three guys right now that's taking a lot of criticism in the National Football League as offensive coordinators. Matt Canada, obviously, over in Pittsburgh and what is going on with Kenny Pickett and that, that offense there. And he's getting crucified by the media and backed up by Mike Tomlin. But the other two guys, oddly enough, that are getting crucified are Nathaniel Hackett for not adjusting the offense to Zach Wilson and calling plays that only Aaron Rodgers would be able to run and understand and decipher against that vaunted uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. So Nathaniel Hackett's taking a beating. And Luke Getze. For being a second year in the system and trying to, in the offseason, get Justin Fields to absorb everything that it is he wants him to absorb. And again, you know, if you're going from a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who is the Matrix and can see all and know all, and is pretty easy when you sit down, everything becomes like, you know, offense 101 to him. Whereas then you go to dealing with a guy like, you know, Justin Fields, and you probably keep sitting there in the meeting room going, do you, do you see it? Do you, do you get it? What, what do I need to explain? He's like, I just want to run. I just want to run. Uh, what? I, no, I just want to run. No. So it's, <laughs> it's uh, boy, two of the guys that used to work directly with Aaron Rodgers and directly with the Green Bay Packers are just taking a beating, just taking a beating. So that's the opener of the day. And oh, by the way, the Brewers get a win. The Cubs take a loss. What was already declared over the weekend, the National League Central belongs to the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers technically have that magic number now down to four. Down to four. Brewers win last night. Cubs take it on the chin. Tyrone Taylor not once but twice yard. Big stuff. Donaldson goes yard as well. So a lot of good things sitting there watching that game last night. Uh, Brewers early today. And, again, if you want to stay right here where you're at, Download the app, the WOZN, The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison. Download that. You can always uh, find us on YouTube as well. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Find us there. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. A whole bunch of stuff coming up today, and we're excited about all of it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Social House, H-A-U-S, on Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. They're reminding me to tell you that uh, they got a big packer party coming up this weekend, opening up for breakfast on Sunday morning, bags, tournaments, and all that kind of stuff. And in addition to that, they're going to have all the TVs tuned directly to the Packers and the Saints. So uh, looking forward to a good day over there at the Social House if you're heading out in that direction. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, made sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, 
You had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PalaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show, we uh, we continue on on this uh, Thursday. Uh, Dallas says, uh, hey, guys, I think we're overlooking one thing. As good as the Brewers' offense can be, they have been hit or miss at times, pardon the pun. Do you think this team can actually put it together in the postseason? I think they have the pitching. Their defense is pretty solid. But can they get the big hits? Who is going to be this leader? We we talked about that earlier this year. Hey, look, um, did, and by the way, uh, Grant, did you see the video that was put out by Christian Yelich? I don't know if he he put it out or it was copied, and then he just retweeted it or reposted it on Instagram. But did you see it? I did not, but I'm going to look right now. It is a whole Christian Yelich is back. Christian Yelich is back. Christian Yelich is back. Christian Yelich is back. It's it's all these announcers. And they're talking about Christian Yelich. And uh, look, I'm, I am uh, at times a rather, how do I put this? At times, I can be rather superstitious. There are certain things that I just, you know, I don't necessarily believe in. But every time it seems Christian Yelich puts out a video of him hitting a big home run or, or something to that effect, it all of a sudden just begins to fall apart. So I'm praying, praying that this Instagram post that he just uh, put up, and I saw it yesterday, so maybe it, it might have been out there for a day or so already. I hope that isn't going to be another. Because Ben Kenny and I used to keep track of the Christian Yelich Instagram posts. And when he started doing really good things, he would post something, and then he'd go into a drought for like a month. So I'm praying to God that that doesn't happen. So going back to Dallas's question about who is going to be the leader, I think – if you're talking about somebody that's going to offensively throw this team on their back, you're mistaken. It's that's that's not the way this team is. Is there going to be leadership in the clubhouse? Yeah, you know I think everybody looks to Yelich, even though he's not a very outspoken guy. He's kind of a stabilizing factor in that clubhouse. You can look at some of the veterans they brought in uh, on the short term. Uh, they can be leaders certainly Contreras behind the plate uh your field captain if you will he can be your leader you've got some of your pitchers that are more veteran um but as far as who's going to get hot you know no that's not the way this team is what you're looking for is like last night you know Tyrone Taylor goes yard twice right you don't expect that you don't expect him to go yard once much less twice and things just happen it's like every night 
there is a different leader, if you will. Every night there is a different um, – there's somebody else that, you know, to use a very overused term, there's somebody else that steps up every night, right? So I I just think what your leadership is going to be and what is going to guide you through all of this, honestly, I think is going to be the fact that you are going to have um, – pitching that is going to take you that you know every day you got a shot at winning I think that's probably your 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 best leadership trait uh you got good defense we all know that you got guys can get to the ball and track it down (coughs) excuse me track it down you got good arms in the infield I mean not worry about the defense uh but that's what you go to the you that's what you go to the ballpark with the mindset of every day every day with what what the brewers have going to the hill uh, in the starting rotation, the bullpen, and specifically in the back end, you know that you're going to battle every day with with guys that are front line guys. You're not hoping and praying at any point in time. You know, you 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 walk out on the field and you're like, okay, that guy's going to get it done. It's just up to us to string a few hits together, and that's that's where this team is at. So hopefully that makes sense. But I, you know, it's not like back in the day when you had Fielder and Braun and all those guys, and you just said, okay, who's going to take over today? You know, is it going to be Fielder hitting a couple of big bombs, or is it going to be Braun in big clutch moments with a flair for the dramatic? I mean, wh- who is it going to be? You, you always had that, but you don't have that anymore. So you've got a, con- a conglomeration of guys that just at, at times you hope hit the baseball. But magic number for those that want to keep track of such things. Uh, magic number now sitting at four, at four, for the uh, for the Brewers. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to give us uh, give us a call, you can. This is from Scott. Scott says, uh, "Hey Bill, uh, Jordan Love discussion from earlier. The guy has to be crazy just to look at the fourth quarter and say Jordan Love doesn't have it. What did you see? I know they didn't pick up a lot of yardage in the fourth quarter, but at least they were out there giving it their all." Um, Okay, Scott, let me let me do this, okay, real quick. And I, I'm not I don't mean to in any way backhandedly demean you, but to give it your all crap, I'm sorry. <laughs> we all give it our all. You know, you give it your all the when you wake up in the morning and you know the Bears give it their all when they step on the field and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't equate to wins. What equates to wins is when you when you connect on plays. Okay. Whether it's you're in the right place at the right time to make a play and you do or you don't or you have miscommunication like they had on the fourth down play. Uh, you have a quarterback that in that particular moment, at that particular time, did not look good, admittedly. Okay, and that was his first real taste of on the road, down by, you know, whatever, in, in, a, in a moment in which you had to help your defense as well because you kept putting the defense on the field with three and outs, that you really needed to come up big, and you didn't. You know, and you, you watched a 12-point lead get frittered away, and you had no answer. And so is that concerning? Eh, not this early in his career, not in game two. Now, if we're sitting here at game 12, and you've seen four or five of these types of games kind of fall by the wayside, and he looks like a deer in the headlights, first three quarters looks pretty good, and then the fourth quarter when you need him the most, he starts to fade away, well, then you start to have concerns. Because it's not like this is your rookie season, right? But as a young team, as a younger team, you know, some of those guys are going to have to learn how to go out and make plays, especially in, this, in, in the specialty positions. You've got a veteran offensive line. You've got veteran running backs. You've got a lot of guys that have been there, done that on the defense. This team, for as young as it got, 
It got young by eliminating the old. It didn't get young by an influx of young. It got young by getting rid of Mason Crosby, getting rid of Aaron Rodgers, getting rid of Mercedes Lewis. You know? It got young that way. That's a lot of age right there. It got young by getting rid of Randall Cobb. That's a lot of age. That's a lot of 35-plus guys that were playing football. So it, it got younger, but the experience is still there. That offensive line knows what they're doing. The only guy that's relatively new is Zach Tom. That offensive line's been around. The offensive backfield's been around. The defense, I mean, what makes a veteran? One year? Two years? I think at least two years in the league, you kind of look at things and say, okay, I'm, I'm experienced enough now with 32 games under my belt to know what the hell I'm doing. So what they need to do is not necessarily learn how to win, but have the intestinal fortitude to learn how to win together. And it all starts with the quarterback. So the quarterback, I understand. Everything else, eh, I don't go with that. Uh, let's do this. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. When we do, you're going to hear from Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur, last night during the huddle, we did not hear from. We were focused more on the Bakhtiari stuff and then getting into the Bears stuff and then making our picks and talking to Clemens yesterday. So today, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur from what he had to say yesterday uh, in his Wednesday press conference. So we'll see uh, how things went there, and we'll hear some of that when we come back. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program, hey, they got a new GM. Uh, a brand new enthusiastic, which everybody is when they take a new job, but a new enthusiastic GM up at the Four Seasons Island Resort and overlooking the property. And they continue to grow. They continue to get better. They continue to hire and, you know, take people who really want to be there and want to enjoy it and want to be one of the best workplace environments in the entire state of Wisconsin. But that's the Four Seasons Island Resort. My son actually is off uh, driving there now, uh, I think heading there right now. Uh, it is his wedding gift from about a year or a year and a half ago. And uh, this is his, uh, quote, honeymoon weekend because <laughs> he had just started at the uh, the police department at the time and he was not able to take time off. So this weekend is his kind of honeymoon getaway. So he's going to the Four Seasons Island Resort. So uh, give Barb a call. If you want to go up and to the romantic side of things or maybe you want to get away as a team building effort for your company, uh, maybe you just want to take some time, go play some golf at both Timberstone and at the, you know, the executive course that they have on the island up there, the Four Seasons Island Resort. All you got to do is call up Barb, use the promo code Michaels15, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110, and tell them we sent you to get 15% off your Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I want to say thanks to our friends at Road Track and Trail. This is the time of year that you're going to start looking for uh, a sled, whether it's a snowmobile of uh, the Arctic cat nature or some other model or make, but they got a bunch of them. Single people or single person, uh, two-seaters, three-seaters, all that kind of stuff as you get into the winter months. And if you're looking to trade in, say, a UTV or an ATV or a motorcycle for that matter, or you're looking for great deals at the end of year, uh, man, Road Track and Trail has it. RoadTrackandTrail.com. That is RoadTrackandTrail.com. And they get a hold of Nick down there. Great guy. They're always dealing. They are, statistically speaking, the world's largest dealer. They deal in nothing but uh, used uh, equipment. They get it in. They clean it up. They fix it up. 
and then they sell it back off. And, man, they roll through so much stuff, so much inventory down there. People come from all over the upper Midwest to go there and because they just get such a great selection. So if you're looking for something for uh, the fall and winter months that is going to give you a lot of pleasure, a lot of fun, and give you the need for speed on the snow, that's the place to go. That is RoadTrackAndTrail.com, RoadTrackAndTrail.com. So uh, Matt LaFleur, uh, yesterday talking to the media, first of all, he talked about uh, the assessment of Jordan Love through just a couple of games. I, I do think that he's played how we've expected him to play. Uh, you never quite know until, until they get out there, but the thing that's been so impressive to me is just how he's played in terms of the poise that he's shown, the confidence I can see his confidence growing every time he gets out there, and I'm sure there's going to be there's going to be some adversity, and there was last week. Um, that's just the nature of this game, and it's all about how you respond. But I've been super impressed with how he's done, um, just in terms of leading our team, leading our offense, and the poise he's shown and command. Um, talking about that. The poise and, and such and the command, he said, uh, you know, he was asked, look, if Jordan has played as expected, what has made them believe, even in looking at that fourth quarter of the game against Atlanta, what makes them believe that he is so incredibly poised? We've been seeing it for a couple of years now, just his practice habits and how he goes out there. And quite frankly, I, I know um, just thinking back to last training camp, Last preseason, I know the numbers. That's why you don't, you can't get too infatuated, in my opinion, with numbers. It, it's the process of how how a guy's going up, going out there and performing, like decision making, his his timing in the passing game, the accuracy, and and not to it's it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be plays you want back, but um, I thought I thought he had a really good process a year ago. Okay, so you don't want to get too wrapped up in the statistics, which is le- what leads us into the next question. It's like, hey, coach, I mean, look, six touchdowns, no picks, fantastic statistic, no doubt. I mean, he learned to keep, you know, keep the ball out of harm's way for the most part from Aaron Rodgers and that emphasis over the years. But the dude has got a 54-point-whatever completion percentage. I mean, that, that's that's not going to cut it. So, you know, you talk about the numbers, that's okay, but – Talk about Love's completion percentage being so low. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons could be for that. Um, whether it's there's, I can think back two weeks ago when we had, you know, a strike that I thought was coming open, and we we had a mistake up front in protection where you're getting hit. Um, it could be some of the concepts that we're calling, or we've we've taken a few more. I would say not necessarily shots, but down the field throws which are going to be lower percentage. It's just if you hit them, they're explosive plays. So I, I think there's a multitude of reasons. It's not never one thing. Um, but, you know, I, I think for, for the most part, he's thrown the ball pretty accurately and he's, he's made really good decisions and he's playing within the timing of, of the offense. Also, the one thing about Jordan Love is that he's experimented with, and they make such a big deal out out of it with Patrick Mahomes, is different arm angles in which he throws with, whether it's over the top, sidearm, kind of flicking it from underneath. Uh, LaFleur expounds upon that. Sometimes I love it, sometimes I don't. But uh, that's just, I think that's just part of the process of learning and and, uh, 
you know, playing quarterback, seeing what you can do. And um, I know this, he, he's, he's in a really good headspace. I think he's confident. I think his teammates are confident in him. And shoot, that gives, naturally, that gives me a lot of confidence. So um, I know we've got a lot of belief in him. And I think he's going to continue to get better and better and better, especially as those around him get more comfortable in our offense and perform better. So when you talk about the arm angle, and he said, you know, at times he's not happy with it, uh, the, the crazy arm angle he had that passes Samari Torre, he talks about that on the final drive. That was awesome. I mean, that was a – you talk about changing your arm angle, and he was not open in the timing of the play, but he had pressure in his face. Um, uh, that was a big-time throw. Uh, there's, there's only a handful of guys, in my opinion, that can make that throw. And what was so impressive of that throw was – when you see, if you see and paused it, where Samori was, where the the defender was when he was about to get hit, and just the pace that he took off the ball, I, I thought that was big time. So, which, you know, can't disagree with. I mean, it was a hell of a throw, no doubt about it. Uh, but Jordan Love, you know, you'd like to see him uh, continue because not only has he been kind of a quarterback that sat back and, and kind of looked at the field, but... You like it when he plays aggressive. You like it when he gets comfortable and starts to feel it and such. And he talks about Jordan Love playing more aggressive than most young quarterbacks. Tell him to to try to read it true. Read with your feet, and you know, go where the ball, where, go with the ball wherever the read dictates. What stands out? Got the Saints coming to town. What stands out about this Saints defense that is so good? Fast, physical, aggressive, very sound. They're going to challenge you on all three levels. Uh, Demario Davis is a, is a game record, Cam Jordan. They got guys at, at, all, at every level and they've got complimentary pieces around them. Obviously Lattimore, uh, Honey Badger. I mean, they got a ton of players on that defense and they challenge you. They are going to, I told their guys on the perimeter, they're gonna grab and hold and, and that's what they do, but they play aggressive. And you gotta be very fundamentally sound up front. You gotta do a great job of coming off the ball and playing with great pad level because they are a physical bunch and they play with extreme effort. And when you get effort plus scheme plus talent, you have one of the best defenses in the National Football League. Now, the Saints offense, uh, the one thing you don't have to worry about is uh, they got a little bit of a run game, but they've been a little bit nicked up. But their passing game with uh, Olave out of Ohio State, Tom Michael Thomas, Shahid, Raheed Shahid, I mean, they've got some weapons over there, and uh, he talks about that. They've got multiple players, and then Jennings, and uh, I mean, they got a lot of guys. I think Carr can sling it, and he's been doing it for years, and he's going to give his guys opportunities. So um, definitely have a lot of explosive pieces that we, we need to make sure that um, we limit those explosive attempts. Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Also, uh, the update, because one of your best weapons, Aaron Jones, not playing in Atlanta. Give us the update on Aaron Jones now. I think he's coming along well, um, but we'll we'll see. Is this week's a pra uh, practice? Uh, you know, which because don't forget the Packers play on Sunday, and then they turn right around and they get, they play again on Thursday. So do, does that mentality of a couple of games within four or five days does that start to leak into this week's practice thought? There's definitely some thought to that. We've got a very similar week that we had a week ago. Um, you know, we took a little bit off the back half of practice today similar to last week, just from a volume perspective, knowing what we what lies ahead. 
Um, and those are tweaks you make throughout the course of the season, but nothing too drastic, I would say. Now, with what's going on down in Chicago and all the discussion about uh, the coaches are making it so difficult and they're asking me to do so much and blah, 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 blah. Uh, have they had to limit the playbook and kind of scale it back because you have Wicks, because you have uh, Heath, because you have Jaden Reed? You've got a lot of young guys. I think it varies week to week. I think a lot of it is scheme dependent. Uh, certainly, um, you know, there's a similar scheme that we played last week, which is helpful in terms of maybe some stuff that you had in the plan that you didn't call the week before. There's a little bit of carryover. You may dress it up a little bit differently, but conceptually uh, that helps. But yeah, every week's a little bit different in terms of what you feel like you want to go in there with enough ammo where you feel like you can move the ball down the field and score points. So that's the goal every week. And I'd say it might be a, a little bit scaled back from years past, you know, and I thought, I, I do think that we did a decent job of laying a pretty good foundation, throwing a lot of stuff at these guys throughout the course of OTAs and training camp. Just a lot of concepts that we, you know, you always want to try to plan ahead for what you think you may use during the season. And so we threw a lot at these guys and, you know, they, they were able to function. But that's always a, a tricky deal, I would say, each and every week, kind of scheme dependent on what, what you're going to see. So here's the big question because your run game was kind of non-existent without Aaron Jones. Obviously, your left side of your offensive line has been nicked up as well. So uh, how much improvement is there for, for the offense to really kind of get this this run blocking, this this uh, capability to run the football on back on track? That's an area where it, – and it's not just the run blocking. I would say it's, it's really – all 11, um, you know, making sure that our backs are on, on track with their aiming points. Um, wideouts are, are doing their part in the run game. Quarterback doing his part, whether it's faking a keeper, whatever it may be. So um, there's a lot of shoot as a play caller, giving our guys opportunities to have productive runs. I mean, shoot, we ran a toss into a, a nickel pressure off the edge and we lose four yards. So I, I can't fault anybody else other than myself on that, you know? Uh, so I would say collectively, everybody needs to be better. The, uh, the home opener, always special at Lambeau field, but now you've got a new quarterback. Um, you know, you've got some young guys that have never run out of that tunnel except for a family night uh, affair. I mean, it's, it's, there's going to be a different energy at, uh, and it's a hot ticket right now too, by the way. Uh, there's going to be a different energy at Lambeau Field on Sunday. There's no better place to play in in the National Football League. And I, I said that even before I was here. I think this is the best, uh, you know, venue in all of sports. I, I love playing here. Uh, I love feeling the support from our fans. And hopefully they show up and, are, and show out for us on Sunday. So, and we'll feed off that energy. Um, before you get out of there, though... <laughs> The giant pink elephant in the room is the fact that uh, your defense was craptastic down the stretch. Now, I, there was a lot of things that went into it. I understand that. But between dropped interceptions and not being able to get off the field, getting on the field far too much because of the offense latter, in the latter portion of the game, I understand all of that. But you just couldn't get off the field. You were, again, you're dying death by a thousand cuts. This defense needs to bounce back. Well, I mean, it's that is the National Football League. And, um, we, we have to play better in order for us to have an opportunity to win against a, a team that's coming in here, 2-0, a good, really good football team. There you go. That's it. Matt LaFleur talking to the media yesterday. 
Good stuff. Let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. Anything there catch your ear? A couple things caught mine. A couple things caught mine. So I want to get back into that when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our buddy Mikey Whitcomb, Exit Realty. And if you are looking for a home in the Milwaukee, the five-county area, basically. And then you go to Jefferson County. You can go to Dodge County, Washington County. You can go all over the joint. That is our buddy Mikey Whitcomb. He's the guy that got me into my house. He is the guy that worked his ass off for me and got me a great deal. Uh, and, yeah, it came to, uh, you know, bargaining, trying to get me. There's a fine line between getting you the best price and not losing the house. And uh, he did both, and it was awesome. So uh, great experience, very honest, straight-shooting guy. That's my buddy Mikey, 414-243-1976, 414-243-1976. If you're looking for a home or looking to sell a home, that's the guy to call. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. I think this uh, this weekend might be the weekend. We're trying to look ahead at the weather to see what the weather's going to be like next week, but I think this might be it. I might have to put the boat back in storage. Not a fan of it, but uh, if I do, I'm going to get my buddy Todd over there at uh, Skipper Buds a call in Pewaukee. Uh, whether it's boat sales, service, storage, you name it, uh, they can do it. They can they can shrink wrap it for you, winterize the thing, inside storage, outside storage. They got it all and at a really reasonable price, and they take care of it. So when you call them up in the uh, you know in the summertime and you say hey, like to get the boat back, they make sure the battery's ready to go, they make sure the boat starts, they make sure everything's cleaned up, you know, as far as the engine stuff goes, and, and then they get it back to you. Then you uncover it, you wipe it down a little bit, and boom, you're off, you're off and running. All you gotta do is turn the key and it starts right up, and, and you go. So our friends at Skipper Buds, they do it right. Boat sales, service, storage, right there in Pewaukee. Call them, call Todd 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200. That's our friends at Skipper Buds. Um, the uh, <coughs> excuse me. The discussion with uh, Matt Lafleur. A couple of things caught my ear. One is he doesn't have specifics when it comes to the defense. Well, that's the NFL. No, it's not. <laughs> I get it. Week in and week out, it's a very tough task. Okay. Uh, even the greatest of the greatest teams have a down week. Uh, whether they win or lose, they can have a down week. I understand all of that. Sometimes you just get a matchup that just doesn't work for you. Uh, I'm not criticizing the head coach. 
I'm just merely saying no. Uh, you, you can say that's the NFL, but your defense, specifically your run defense, has been consistently poor. Okay? The bounce back game and all the other stuff, whatever you want to label it, it's been poor. So there has to be more answers. There has to be. I'm not asking for the game plan. It's not what I'm asking for. There has to be more specific. Okay? I know you don't want to point the finger. I know you don't want to get into all of that. And you talk to guys behind closed doors and in meetings, and everybody knows that. But at some point, you got to say, you know, and pound the fist on the desk and say, this crap is unacceptable. I'm not going to stand for this much more. And put everybody on notice, both privately and publicly, you know? And we all know who you're talking about, okay? Now, you can get specific and you can say, hey, on this particular call, we had the guys in the right place at the right time. That's backing up your guy. Say, look, players need to make plays, you know? Then you can also say, well, coach, what about your defense and the bounce back? Well, you know, we're going to – that's the NFL. We're going to play better. My ass. Okay, what you need to say is, you know what? Philosophically, we weren't getting it done against the run. We, we're not getting it done. You know, we have to figure out a way to put more guys in position to make plays, and we got to get guys accustomed and a will to tackle, to bust through. Oh, Coach, by the way, did you see Jair Alexander running down the sideline? Embarrassingly bad. Like, was he a football player, or was he auditioning for the Fred Astaire dance studio? I mean, he was terrible. Didn't want to stick his head in there, didn't want to stick his nose in there, didn't want to make a tackle, didn't want to help his teammates, none of that. So some of these things, that's the NFL. No, it's not. That's your team. That's your team. For everybody, all the touting that's going on about how much talent they have, no, it's not. That's your team. Got some other things to get into. Stay tuned. Also, coming up next, from yesterday, it's exactly what I wanted to hear. David Bakhtiari's words next on the Bill Michael Show. Love it. You're going to want to hear it. I love it.